Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplify and that this hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto. Ray, let's go! Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Opening day for the Cubs is tomorrow. I want to get a sense of what is it that you want from the 2022 season and what are you expecting from the 2022 season? Let's go out to Randy, who's calling from Kenosha. Hey, Randy. I want them just to go status quo. I think I read some article that they were interested in Eric Hosmer. No, no, no. Come trade deadline, if anybody's knocking for anyone on the Cubs, trade for prospects, trade for prospects. I expect the Cubs to be probably 10 games under 500 most of the year. Maybe get up to 500 sometime in July just to make things interesting. Willie is on the north side. I'm extremely disappointed they didn't do more to pick up some more pitching help to pick up some outfield help. Is this organization for real or are they out there playing games? John is out there driving around. Hey, John. I just want to see how they progress, see what the young players do. Horner and Madrigal that short and second. I want to see who's playing third. I don't know yet. I want to see that new right fielder. They try their best. and I mean, I've been through them thick and thin. I'll always be a Cub fan. Cubbies. Make me a bicycle clown. Man, the base drop is so new that we haven't really done it on the road. That changes right now. Base drop! My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I am here with you until Cubs pregame. Zach Zabin is going to take over the microphone as soon as I am done. I am at Gallagher Way right now as Cubs fans start to pour into Wrigley Field for the opener. We will give you the lineups. We will let you know of all the news that is coming out of the Cubs clubhouse and dugout before the first game is underway. The weather is supposed to be decent enough for there to be baseball but there are going to be some wind gusts i've heard that the wind is going to be blowing out and as it stands right now as i'm here in gallagher way i can totally understand why that is the case we are going to take a quick time out when we return i will give you the lineups for today's game we will let you hear from david ross and we will let you hear from jed hoyer 
Cubs baseball is coming up at the top of the hour. I'm Lawrence Holmes. You're listening to The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Happy opening day, everybody. Before we delve into all of our information from inside of what's happening with the Cubs, there is some White Sox news, and it's not great. It's not great. Um, Yoan Moncada was placed on the IL for the White Sox today. Rick Hahn said it's probably three weeks or so before he will be available. Here are the corresponding moves. Jake Berger and Matt Foster recalled. Ryan Burr uh, also put on the IL. So was your mean Mercedes. It was kind of quiet. They they designated my guy, Mike Adolfo. Sad. I'm, I think I'm the last Micah Adolfo truther out here, but they designated him and they outrighted Sebi Zavala to Charlotte. So the, the headline there is that Yoan Moncada is placed on the IL with an oblique. Bottom of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. We are at Gallagher Way. Uh, food was, was given to us by the nice folks over at the, the Brickhouse Tavern and it looks fantastic. Like these are the biggest like chicken tenders I've ever seen. And they brought over pizza and sandwiches and all sorts of other stuff. You can probably hear in the background there's a a festive festive whole deal going on at Gallagher Way. I think it's one of the best pieces of property. But one of the best things that the Cubs have done is built this place out where, you know, it's an ice arena during the winter and and during baseball season, it's a place for people to congregate outside of the ballpark. So we are here, and Zach Zaitman will be here, and we're getting ready to get underway. Cubs baseball is coming up in just a little bit. Let me give you the lineup for today before we let you hear from David Ross. Rafael Ortega will DH and lead off. Nick Madrigal, and for Cubs fans who don't know about Nick Madrigal, he is a guy that will put the bat on the ball. He is still a work in progress in every other part of the game. Like, he still hasn't developed power yet. He might. There were some moments where people on the south side thought that he might be a guy that's going to hit the ball in the gap. Defensively, he needs more work, and you'll see that. Contreras will catch and bat third. Ian Happ will play left field and bat fourth. Schwindel will play first base. Seiya Suzuki will bat six and play right field. Jason Hayward will be in center. Patrick Wisdom at third. Nico Horner at short. I was in Arizona a couple weeks ago to see Seiya Suzuki's debut in the Cactus League. I really like, I'm very high on Seiya Suzuki. And I hope that he can be what I imagine him to be. And his first couple at bats, you could tell that he was getting used to it. And keep in mind that throughout the season... This is going to be him trying to understand and figure out the league. What I saw and from what I've heard from people inside the Cubs organization, this guy's a quick learner. He wants to be great. He's not just happy to have made it to the major leagues. And I hope that he can be a difference maker for the Cubs. So he will bat six and play right field. Jason Hayward in center, batting seven. Patrick Wisdom at third. Nico Horner at shortstop. A little while ago, inside of of Wrigley Field, 
David Ross talked about putting Alec Mills on the IL and expectations that he has for this upcoming Cubs season. Really a lot of precaution here. Um, had some low back tightness a couple days before he threw after a bullpen. Felt it loosen up a little bit to, to, to kind of make his outing and just got done and just wasn't very good. Yeah. He was able to, how much was he able to do that? I didn't get a pitch count. I know he finished his outing. I didn't get a pitch count, but I'm sure he got up to 50, probably 55, maybe somewhere around there. Just from your own catching experience, managing experience, do you have a, a playbook as to how to handle innings, you know, going in for your starting I mean, yes and no. I think like we have a plan of, of you know, we understand it's going to be a unique season, but I think, or especially start of a season, but uh, every team's pretty much in that same boat. Um, we've got um, a lot of free agents late and guys still building up, but I also know that um, one game, you know, the plan can kind of go out the window and, and how you use guys and what who, who bounces back faster than others and how guys feel after their first outing or and how many days off they might need so it's going to be one of those we're going to try to be flexible I think that's uh, a quality I've really learned uh, early on in my managerial careers to to kind of just um, bob and weave with the adversity and and these guys do a really nice job of uh, staying prepared and working hard and communicating my coaching staff communicates with all those guys so we'll be on top of it top of it as best we can and um, you know I know these guys are working hard and prepared so that's that's all I worry about. What should uh, people expect of the 2022 Cubs? What are your expectations? What should Kansas do? My expectations is for us to uh, win ball games. I mean, like we're going to go out and compete really hard. I think it's a fun group. Uh, it's a it's a group that uh, gets along. A guy a group is still growing together. Uh, short spring training, and uh, these guys come to work every single day. We're going to go out and try to compete every single day. I think the goal here is to win championships, as I always say. So we're going to work towards that. We're going to be better at the end than we are. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm sure of that, and I think we got a lot of talent. How does your mindset kind of change when you're managing such an experienced group? I think opening day is unique outside of experience. I think those are two different things. So um, I think we've got guys that are exciting about opening day, but they still they've competed in this stadium in front of fans, and so um, there's only a few of those guys that haven't. So I'm not worried about that too much. Uh, but the young guys, you try to get you know. Uh, a softer landing maybe or, or make sure to match them up and things go wrong make sure you put your arm around them and love them tell them we got a long long uh, journey ahead and if things go well you put your arm around them and say hey we got a lot of adversity ahead you know uh, this is a this is a this is one of those uh, uh, marathon roller coasters that I think experience will bring knowledge but until till we get to guys having that experience you just try to try to use your uh, my experiences and, and our coaches' experiences to try to help them along and be the best major leaguers they can. So David Ross has is, is been extended, so now he'll get an opportunity to really – we'll see what type of manager Ross he is. I'm looking forward to hopefully having him back on the show too. I, I saw him while I was down in Arizona, said hi. Like he's got – he's excited like everyone is. When it comes to the, the beginning of the season, you want – to be excited about where things stand the Cubs obviously have a ton of questions their their lineup is probably incomplete and their starting rotation could use some more depth but as I've been saying over the last couple of days they're in a division where two teams for sure aren't trying so what does that do and what does a good start do for the way this team is going to approach the trade deadline in August 
David Ross had I I think it was I love these moments and I, I talked about it a, a couple days ago. I love the moments of when a player finds out that they're going to make the big league ball club, and that happened with reliever Ethan Roberts. They that he was told that he he had made the ball club. Now remember, these are expanded rosters. You got twenty eight guys for the first month of the season because of the ramp up that had to happen after the lockout. This is what Rossi said about sharing that moment with Ethan Roberts. This job uh, has a lot of tough conversations, but the, the good ones are, the, are probably the, the most enjoyable. And, and you take them all in and, and you let all the coaches be a part of that. Like it's, you know, we have um, a lot of adversity in, in, in roster stuff a lot of the times for guys up and down. And, and it's never good to, to deliver that news. So when you get to deliver good news to guys that have never heard it before, it's special. And um, the look on his face that uh, you guys captured was really, really cool. And um, I wish everybody could see when I when I get to call some of those guys in my office. Not everybody gets to happen in the dugout. And uh, when you call them in their office and um, the the relief, the joy, the then for the next 30 minutes they're on their phone walking around the clubhouse texting family and calling friends. So uh, really cool moments. Great moment. A, a great moment was had for that young, young man. I love whenever someone gets that type of news. Let's talk about how this team is constructed. Who's in charge of the construction? It's Jed Hoyer. Here's what he said about the additions that this team had in the offseason. Well, obviously we had a number of holes to fill, you know, in the rotation and the overall pitching depth. And I think Stroman was the key part, you know, in that. And, you know, love the strike throwing, love the pitch mix, the athleticism. And, uh, you know, I think he's a guy that he can keep making adjustments and keep getting better. And he wants to keep getting better. I think that's one of the exciting things about him as a, as a pitcher. You know, he's always working on things, you know. I think there's not many guys with his kind of you know feel for his body, you know feel for his delivery. So I think he can keep adding different elements to his game, and I think he can keep getting better. Obviously, Wade Miley is going to start on the DL, but he was a guy that we faced a lot over the years that we were excited to get. That's a different look than some of the guys we have as a left-hander who you know really really cuts the ball well. You know, Daniel Norris and, and Drew Smiley and a number of other guys we brought in. I think well, we think have you know elements that we can improve with our pitching infrastructure and keep working with. And you know, I think that our pitching staff, I think like a lot of teams feel this way. I think we right now we need to sort through you know what we have, get guys fully conditioned and, and back to where they are. But I'm excited about it. I think that you know I think our, our pitching staff was continue to get better as we go through and. That's part of why I think we have to be so focused on health, as I do believe the pitching staff has upside. We just have to make sure we can uh, keep these guys healthy uh, as we get into the season and really get going. What is the significance of the Seiya Suzuki signing and contract length relative to the performance timetable of the team? Yeah, I mean, I think when we looked at this offseason, I think we said that we wanted to spend, but we wanted to spend intelligently. And, um, you know, I think when you have a guy like Suzuki, I think he really he fits sort of both things we want to accomplish really well. You know, we want to be competitive right now, but we want to keep an eye on the future because I think that we, we know that you know, we have a lot of young talent. We think we know what we built here before, and we think we can do something very similar again. And uh, I think Suzuki fits both of those. You know, he's 27 years old. Yeah, I think there will be an adjustment period coming over here, but I think once he makes that adjustment, uh, I think he's a really special talent. Makes hard contact, uh, doesn't swing and miss a lot. You know, has a really good eye at the plate, and he's a good defender. Uh, we love the makeup, and so for us to do a five-year deal, you know, age ages twenty-seven through thirty-one, uh, it made a lot of sense for our timeline. Nick Madrigal, we saw a lot out of his bat in spring. So when you're talking about a lineup that you want to see 
get on base more, my mind immediately goes to him. How do you evaluate his spring training, and what are you expecting to see out of him beginning the season? Yeah, I mean, he has a unique skill set. You know, he's one of the hardest guys to strike out. He really never swings and misses. And you know, I think one of the elements of our team in general right now that's very different in the past is I do think we're going to put the ball in play a lot. I think that you know, we lack the power that we've had in the past, but I do think that we have you know more you know, contactability, if that's even a word, than we've had in the past. And, and Nick is right at the top of that. You know, he's still coming back from an injury. So I think he's one of those guys I do think that we'll try to be smart with and try to you know, manage his workload early in the season. But he can really hit. I actually think there's a little bit more power in him than he's shown so far. Never never big power, but I think he can definitely, you know, split a lot of gaps and, and, and hit a lot of doubles and things like that. And uh, he's a fun player to watch. And he's a, he's a guy that you don't really want to play against. You know, he's a pest, and I think that, like, having that, that kind of guy on our team is really exciting. See, I told you that people think that Nick Madrigal will grow into a more of a gap hitter, but be ready for him to be mostly a singles hitter to start off his Cubs career. But he's he's an exciting player. He plays with a lot of energy, and I think that – I think that he has a chance to become a legendary type figure for for Cubs fans here. Like it's a type of guy that they're going to love. Again, the lineup today: Ortega's a DH, Madrigal will bat second and play second. Contreras is behind the plate. Ian Happ in left. Schwindel at first. Seiya Suzuki in right. Jason Hayward in center. Patrick Wisdom at third. Nico Horner at short. Kyle Hendricks will get the opening day start. For the north side nine. On the other side, it's Wong, Adamas, Yelich, Kutch, Telez, Renfro, Omar Narvaez, Kane, and Peterson. Corbin Burns will get the start for the Brewers. His numbers against the Cubs are um, filthy. Filthy is a good word for Corbin Burns versus the Cubs. Last season, he was a 5.7 war with a 2.43 ERA. In his 11 starts against the Cubs, he struck out 61, walked only 14. The batting average against him by the Cubs against Corbin Burns has been 190. The OPS, the team OPS versus Corbin Burns is 610. He is a dominant guy. But the wind is actually kind of blowing out today with crazy gusts. You can see a wild game here. Thanks to everyone involved in getting me to Gallagher Way. I really enjoy when I get the opportunity to come out here and be with the people. Thanks to my guy Rick Camp. It's fun to be able to work with Campy again. Ray D is doing an incredible job, as per usual, holding down things. And uh, it's kind of weird that I get the opportunity to say this, but I get to say this. Cubs baseball is next here on The Score. Zach Zabeman will have the pregame for you. He will be ready. And then the Pat and Ron Show begins again. I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.